Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show, where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. The Dr. Wyatt Show is listener-supported, so it helps keep it on the air so couples worldwide can receive hope for their marriage. Please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash Dr. Wyatt Show. Once you're there, you'll see there's three levels of membership. There's the bronze, which is $10 a month. There's the silver, which is $20 a month. And the gold, which is $30 a month. And each one you sign up for, you get free gifts in response. So I'm going to start today with a review that was left. And then that's going to go into a new raffle that I'm going to do based on reviews. But here's the review. And it's from LDB2216. And they say, Dr. Wyatt is sometimes corny, but he has amazing and upfront insight that always seems to fit the square peg in the round hole in my relationship with my wife. When it seems we've hit an impasse, we overcome. Many times we use his philosophies and bam, done. Thank you, Doc, for what you do. You definitely found your calling. Thank you so much. I love getting reviews. It's so honoring to hear feedback and to hear that this podcast is making an impact on my listeners. So thank you so much. And on that note, I am starting a new raffle. So I'm thinking maybe every month, at the start of every month, maybe I'll do a new raffle. So what you're playing for to win is a copy, a free copy, an audio version of my new book, The Total Marriage Refresh. In that book, Total Marriage Refresh, I go through the top six steps to marriage satisfaction. And those six steps build upon one another. And so if you're newly engaged and you want to learn how to do a marriage right, or if you've been married for a while and you need an overhaul, you want to check out the book, Total Marriage Refresh. You can find it on Amazon. So I'm going to give away a free copy of the audio version. So if you want to enter the raffle, all you have to do is leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcast, take a screenshot, and then email me your review. So my email is info at drwyattfisher.com, D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. So again, leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot, email it to me, info at drwyattfisher.com. You'll be entered into the raffle. And then before I do the next podcast, which would be next Wednesday, I will randomly draw a winner and you'll receive a free copy of my new book, the audio version of the book. So you can listen to it while you commute, listen to it while you exercise, listen to it while you clean, you name it. So I hope you join. Okay, today I'm gonna talk about five ways to keep your marriage affair free. Affairs are one of the most devastating things a couple can go through on so many levels. Normally, the betrayed partner experiences PTSD symptoms because they lose all control. They lose all sense of normalcy. They lose all sense of reality, and they second-guess everything because they've lost all power. And similarly, someone who's in combat or someone in a natural disaster, they also lose all sense of normalcy, all sense of power, all sense of control. And so they develop PTSD. So there's some similarities in the emotional experience of those three things, being a betrayed partner, being in combat, or being in a natural disaster. So 
how do we keep our marriage affair free? Maybe you've had an affair. Maybe your partner's had an affair. And maybe you're wondering, what do we do moving forward? Or maybe you've never had an affair and your partner has never had an affair and you wanna make sure you never go there because they're so devastating. It's one of the top things that wrecks relationships across the globe. No matter what culture you are, no matter what color of your skin, no matter what language you speak, affairs break apart relationships. Some couples are able to repair relationships after an affair and make it, and a lot of times they can have even better relationships than before, but it's a very narrow road and not many couples can make it through. If you're interested in learning more about surviving an affair, be sure to go to my website, drwyattfisher.com, click on my marriage blog, and I just wrote a post on seven ways to survive infidelity. But today we're gonna talk about five ways to keep your marriage affair free. So number one, and this may be controversial, number one is you need to cut out contact with all of your previous lovers. No contact with all of your previous lovers. So any previous boyfriends you've had, any previous girlfriends, any previous spouses, you need to cut out contact. Because once you've had that level of connection with someone, there's always a chance it's gonna go back. Now, some of you may have kids with that person. And so how do you manage that? I would recommend that your partner is the point person for contact with your ex, not you. Because again, there's always that chance when you've had sexual intimacy with someone that it could go back in that direction. And I see this all the time where people are constantly trying to be friends with their exes and it doesn't work because usually one partner desires more or hopes that maybe they can rekindle things and it creates a lot of jealousy in your spouse. And so it's bad, it's bad news. And so I learned this the hard way myself. I can remember dating a girl before I got married, before I met my wife. I dated her while I was in college. She lived in Texas. I would fly home for the summers and we dated. We got along really well and then we broke up. And then I met my wife and my wife and I started dating. And then my wife and I got married and we were married for probably 15 years in Colorado. And all of a sudden I heard from this girl and she connected with me on Facebook and she said, I'm moving to Colorado. And she ended up living not very far away from where my mom lives in Colorado. And so we started messaging each other on Facebook for a while and she's like, hey, we should get together. And my wife knew about it, but I started feeling uncomfortable because I felt this isn't right. This is someone who I had feelings for and we got along really well and I'm a married man now why do I want to be in touch with her? Why do I want to be getting together with her, with our families, getting our families together? It just felt too uncomfortable because we had been close at one point in time. And so I told her eventually, I don't want to be in touch anymore. I don't want to have contact anymore out of respect for my marriage. And my wife did not ask me to do that. That was me wanting to do that because I could feel that it was uncomfortable and inappropriate for me to stay in a friendship with someone I used to, who used to be my girlfriend. So I would recommend that. And again, that can be hard because you may be really close with your ex. You may be really, they may be one of your closest friends, but it's a guideline I would highly recommend you considering if you wanna keep your marriage affair free. You wanna cut out all previous lovers. Number two, 
No more than one to two drinks without your partner. As I'm sure you know, when you drink alcohol, your inhibitions get lower. And so if you're around anybody you're attracted to, or if you're in a situation where someone comes on to you and you've had one too many to drink, there's a higher chance that you may act on it. Think about how many affairs start because of alcohol. And so it's a good guideline to not have more than one to two drinks unless your partner is right there with you. Number three, number three is a big one. You want to make sure that there's no distress discussions with another person beyond your partner. And what that means is sometimes you may be the kind of person where someone or other people like to cry on your shoulder. Maybe you're a good listener. So maybe you have people come into your office and they want to talk and they vent and you become their support. And before long, it creates an emotional attachment. And now they're starting to develop feelings toward you. And when someone starts to develop feelings toward you, it's very easy to develop feelings back toward them. The other way this can happen is you are sharing emotional distress with someone. Maybe it's someone at work. Maybe you find them attractive, but you think, oh, I would never act on that. They're, they're my colleague. But before you know it, you're starting to talk with them more, and then you're starting to share your stress with them. You're starting to share your work stress because you have that in common with them. And before long, you're sharing stress about your home life, about your kids. And then you start sharing about stress in your marriage. And they start sharing about stress in their marriage. And before long, you start developing an emotional attachment. Usually, affairs start with emotional attachment. They don't start off as sexual. That's rare. Sometimes there's one-night stands where there's alcohol involved. But most long-term affairs start through the emotional closeness and connection. And that starts through sharing emotional distress. So don't do it. Don't share any of your stress with someone that you're attracted to or could be attracted to. Don't do it. And don't let them share their stress with you. Number four is no excessive time apart. When you're apart, you can't meet each other's needs. And one of the top ways to affair-proof a relationship, which I'll get into next, is meeting each other's needs. So the longer you're apart, the higher your marriage is at risk for an affair. And this can happen two ways. One way you might be apart is through your work. Maybe one of you works in a different city or a different state. I've had a lot of couples in my practice through the years where one partner's in North Carolina and the other partner's in Oregon, or one partner's in Colorado and the other partner's in Texas. It's bad news. Quit your job. Do whatever it takes to relocate so that you can live with your partner. You do not want to live in a different city. You do not want to live in a different state. It's different if it's short term and maybe you have to do it for two to four weeks or two to three months at the most. But I've seen couples where it's a long-term setup and they're living in different cities and different states. And lo and behold, one of them starts having feelings for someone else local because their bucket is low. And so you don't want to have a setup where you're not together with your partner on a regular basis. And that also includes the type of shift that you work. I have other couples I've worked with, and one partner's working the night shift, the other partner's working the day shift. They never see each other, even though they're under the same roof. Don't do that. Do whatever it takes. 
change jobs, change careers, change industries if you have to. You need to sync up your your routines with your partner so you can have quality time together. That's the only way you're gonna stay together. The other way this can happen is if one of you travels a lot. Some jobs, some careers require traveling, but if you're in a career that requires excessive traveling more than one weekend a month, even that can be too much of a strain and too much of a temptation. When you're the one traveling, you're anonymous. No one knows what you're gonna do. No one knows what you're gonna look at on the TV. No one knows who you're gonna talk to at the bar. No one knows. And a lot of crooked behavior goes up when we're anonymous because we feel like no one will know. So we start doing things and acting in ways we never would dream of when we know someone would know. So if you're in a job or a career where you travel a lot and your partner can't travel with you, quit. Change jobs, change industries. You wanna reduce all travel. You want travel to be something you do once in a great while for your job, not something that's a regular part of your job because that's just gonna increase your temptation and your partner's temptation at home. It increases a lot of risk. The last way to keep your marriage affair free is you want to keep the love buckets full. And by the way, before I even get into this point, I want to share my philosophy on affairs. And I've shared this elsewhere, but just to reiterate it, the person who chooses to have an affair, that's their fault 100%. Because no matter how unhappy you are in your marriage, it's still your choice to have an affair. Just because you're unhappy doesn't mean you have to have an affair. Divorce your partner first before ever moving forward with an affair. Having said that, usually if you're tempted to have an affair, that's both partners' fault in the marriage. So let me say that one more time. So the person who decides to have the affair, that's 100% your fault. However, the climate and the culture in your marriage that made you susceptible to wanting an affair is usually both partners' fault on some level. But again, don't get caught in the thinking that you're justified to have an affair because you're unhappy. You're never justified to have an affair. Divorce your partner before ever having an affair. So just if you're unhappy, that does not mean it's okay to have an affair. What it means is that you need marriage counseling. (laughs) You need to work on those problems. And if they're irreconcilable, you get a divorce and then you have that affair. So this leads me to the final point, number five, which is keeping the love buckets full. We have needs. All of us have needs. They're different per person. Some of us have needs for adoration and we wanna feel like we're special and we wanna be complimented and affirmed and praised. Some people have that need. Other people, it's emotional intimacy. They wanna feel connected and they wanna feel close and they wanna feel like their partner really knows them. Other people, it's sexual intimacy. They wanna feel erotic closeness. They wanna feel satisfied sexually. What are your needs? These are the love buckets that I talk about in other areas. You wanna find out what your top needs are, and even more importantly, what your partner's top needs are. And then you wanna meet those needs on a regular basis. Because as you meet your partner's needs, their love bucket gets fuller. As they meet your needs, your love bucket gets fuller. And as your love bucket gets full, guess what? You don't desire anybody else because you're satisfied in your marriage. There's no reason to look anywhere else 
because you're satisfied in your relationship with your partner. That is a core piece of how you can make your marriage a fair resilient, a fair proof is you figure out what are your top needs, what are your partners, and then you meet those needs on a regular basis so that your partner would never want anybody else. So those are five ways to make your marriage a fair free. Number one, cut out all contact with previous lovers. Number two, no more than one to two drinks without your partner next to you. Number three, no distressed listening or sharing with anyone else that you might be attracted to. Number four, no excessive time apart, whether it's where you live or or travel for work. And number five, you wanna keep love buckets full. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Wyatt Show. If you enjoyed the episode, click the five stars, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot, email it to me, and I'll enter you into the raffle to win a free copy of my book, Total Marriage Refresh, an audio copy. Also, be sure to send me your marriage questions. You can message me on Facebook, on Instagram, or you can email me. And for more marriage resources, be sure to go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. And if this podcast has had a positive impact on your relationship, I would love to interview you because your story will inspire countless others. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will come back to health. But if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.